In the heat of the moment, you're not just keeping it calm, you're keeping it cool too. With an ice cold cold brew, and not just any cold brew, but one that's slow steeped and mixed with brown sugar and molasses flavor. With a cold foam infused with brown sugar coolness and a cinnamon sugar sprinkle on top. That's keeping it calm, cool, and cold brewed. With Dunkin's new brown sugar cream cold brew, America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Not running your business on NetSuite is like trying to sink a putt with a cap pulled over your eyes. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one cloud financial system, giving you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, budgeting, and more all in one place. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 31,000 businesses already use NetSuite. This summer, NetSuite has a special financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com go. netsuite.com go. Hello and welcome to another episode of This Week in History with me, your host, Dan the Viking. Now this week's episode is a follow-on from last week and we will be covering some of the most gruesome and disturbing torture methods that have been used throughout history. I have had a couple of messages from you guys uh, saying how much you enjoyed the last episode, so thank you very much for that. I really appreciate it, like I say, every week. I love it when you guys give me feedback, so any feedback will be taken on board. Now, I have had a review, and sad to say, it's a three-star review from Scott James 86 Now, I do hope you listen to this, buddy, because I'm going to do my best to try and sort this out. So it's a three-star review. I'm just going to read it to you guys. I found this podcast by chance, initially thought it was great. Clearly well rehearsed and knowledgeable, this has quickly dropped to what seems like reading on the go, which means um is almost every other word. No longer for me, I'm afraid. Now I do appreciate that, and I do hope that, oh, I mean I, I have tried my, my best to get rid of the ums and ahs, so I do apologise if they are creeping in. I'll do my best to get rid of them. Uh, I hope it doesn't. There you go. There's another one. See, it's just, it, unfortunately, when you're recording on your own, you find a lot with podcasts that have two two or more presenters. They bounce off each other. So saying things like um and ah don't come into it barely ever. Um, I must admit, I, I listened to uh, Realm of the Supernatural with Lee um, and see, I just noticed myself doing it about five times there so it's not a conscious thing but when you're working with another presenter you tend to find that ums and ahs are not very common when you're talking about a single presenter they do sort of creep in every now and again so I do apologize for that and I do hope I haven't lost you for good but if I had then I hope you find another podcast that uh, doesn't say um and ah for those of you who aren't that bothered about it Hello, and welcome to This Week in History. We, like I said, are doing a little bit of a gruesome topic this week. 
I will try my best to give you some examples of these, so some dates and countries that used certain torture methods. I know we covered some that were obviously quite gruesome last week. If I'm honest with you, this week is probably a bit worse. Some of these are, yeah, they're pretty bad. So if you are a younger viewer or you're not into the gruesome side of history, I would advise to turn off now and join me next week. Now, next week we do have a very exciting episode. We have a couple of episodes coming up in the next couple of weeks which involve a special guest and I'm sure you know who that is because he's on this show quite a lot and that is my dad. We are covering some very very cool topics. These are pre-recorded shows so if you are on Patreon you will find that you will get access to the pre-recorded shows with my father some sometimes up to two weeks earlier than everybody else so if you just can't wait to hear these episodes they will be on patreon by the end of this week for your normal viewers or normal listeners viewers i'm acting like a tv star for the normal listeners this will be available for you next week and then the following week so these shows are coming to you now i want to say hello to my newest Patreon member. So hello Harry, thank you for joining me and I hope you are enjoying the extra episodes that you get with us on there. I have looked into the iTunes, the new Apple subscription. To me it seems very, very, very difficult to get my episodes across. So if anyone on here is a whiz with computers and really knows what they're doing with this then please feel free to talk me through the process because I've looked at it and it looks like it's going to take me somewhere near about six to seven hours to transfer certain episodes over onto Apple subscription so if someone knows a way of doing that a bit quicker get in touch with me because I would love to set up this uh, Apple subscription I just don't know how to do it properly and there's no tutorial videos online because it is a brand new subscription service and just another quick point before we start the episode we also have now an online shop called threadless if you go onto threadless type in this week in history and it'll come up with t-shirts hoodies and things like that that you can buy with my logo on it uh, we'll be putting a link in the facebook group once it is fully set up which will probably be by the end of this week somewhere around the second or third of july so without further ado we shall start with the iron maiden now this is uh, something that interests me because i quite like the band however the Iron Maiden was an extremely disturbing torture method. It was a torture device that was basically an iron cabinet. So this was a fully human-sized iron box. And you would the victim would stand in it and they would be closed inside the box. Now that might not sound too bad, except for the fact that there were spikes on the inside of the box and on the door as it closed which made it very very uncomfortable and a lot of times these iron rods would penetrate the skin causing unbearable pain where people would be trapped inside these iron maidens for 
you know, for days or weeks until basically they either succumbed to the torture and gave the evidence that there was needed or passed away inside. The Iron Maiden also had separate holes that would or could allow the torturer to insert more metal rods or spikes or anything inside to make this even worse. Now, like I said, a lot of people did die in these. There is evidence to suggest that these were used around 200 BC, and this was um, this was used in like a like a wooden version rather than a metal version. But the most popular versions were around the 19th century. So, you know, this is quite a disturbing thing to think that these are you know 19th century you're talking maybe 200 and well, 250 years old so yeah quite a disturbing torture device for something that you would assume would be quite a, an archaic thing i was quite shocked to find that these are or these are newer than what I anticipated. I was expecting the Iron Maiden to be around sort of the 16th century, not 300 years after. So a newer torture method that I assumed, and I'm assuming some of you guys would probably have been on the same wavelength with that, that it would have been a more medieval torture method, but we would be wrong. The next one I'm going to cover is quite disturbing. And when I read this, it sort of made me made me wince i'm not gonna lie this is known as the judas cradle now some of you may have heard of this may have seen this it looks very very primitive um it is essentially a group of ropes suspended over a wooden pyramid on the end of what we would know now call a bar stall so it's a bar stall with a very sharp point and a few um ropes above for suspension and i'm pretty sure we can work out why we would be suspending somebody over a wooden point i don't think it takes a genius to work out where we're going with this essentially the victim would be suspended over the point normally naked normally anus first and lowered and wiggled and yeah I mean I'm pretty sure you guys can work the rest out for yourself to the point where they would be completely ripped apart or just would give in to torture I mean it wouldn't take me very long with that one I think I would as soon as I was sort of saw what was happening I'd be like yeah okay I'll tell you what you want that's a let's let's not let's not do this I'm quite happy to to provide the information now so yeah I can see that one being quite effective and very very disturbing as far as I'm concerned again this was a 19th century 1800s torture device it was used quite a lot during the 1800s it was used for crimes such as adultery witchcraft apparently there's evidence to suggest it was used for murder however i'm not too sure i agree on the 
on the source for that one, just purely on the basis that murderers didn't tend to get uh, tortured if they were found guilty. It was normally just a a short drop with a sudden stop. So I'm not too sure on that one, but it it, uh, it was definitely used for witchcraft and adultery and things like that. Um, it was also used for people who spoke out against the church, with it being called the Judas Chair or the Judas uh, Cradle. It was essentially for people who were against the church and outspoken. The next torture device dates back to the 1600s and it was also used anywhere up until the 1800s. There is evidence of this torture device in written architect or written architecture completely wrong word there written accounts uh, there is physical evidence of these however there is some historical debate as to the validity of the claims that were made we are talking about a torture device called the pair of anguish okay it was also uh, known as pear suffering or the pear choke or choking pear. Now, this was essentially a pear shaped object attached to what I would almost say a corkscrew. As the corkscrew was tightened, the pear opened. Okay, it got bigger. Now, if you can imagine the places that you could put this and then twist it so it opens um, I mean medieval Europeans focused a lot around the anus to be honest a lot of these torture devices do seem to be focused in the genital region um, this one most certainly would have been uh, it was also used quite a lot on women um, and it was used mainly for adulterers and things like that it was also used in the mouth to a point where people's jaws would literally break off it would just break your jaw completely um the metal um how to describe it but the metal sheets i would say on of the pair were extremely sharp some of them actually had points as well so as the pair opened out they got sharp they were pointed they would literally tear apart anything where they were inserted a lot of people would have died from this torture it's uh, it's almost an execution method however it wasn't actually used as an execution method it was used as a torture it just happened to be quite a deadly torture and not one that uh, certainly not one that I would would enjoy I don't think anyone would enjoy it but it's certainly not one that I would I would want to to be a victim of the next one's probably one of the most famous ones in history and that's called the rack this was quite common in medieval Britain and medieval Europe it's definitely one that the British used as major torture for anyone who they suspected of um, like treason or murder or crimes against the crown anything like that that were used to extract extract information the rack was extremely effective for those of you who don't know this was essentially the victim's ankles were strapped to one end of the device they were laid down on sort of like a wooden bed ankles strapped to one end arms strapped above their head to the other and 
they were on a crank and literally every crank pulled as hard as it could until the bones and ligaments just dislocated or were torn off again to an extent this could have been used as a torture method um, it could also have been used as an execution method because obviously had the person not given any you know not given anything they would literally just tear the limbs off it was uh, extremely extremely brutal and very very gory um, I mean you can just imagine the, the crunching of every, literally every ligament from your wrist to your elbow to your shoulder and then the same your ankles to your knees to your hips literally everything just pulled apart um, ligament by ligament it, it's uh, quite a brutal torture um, it is one that worked it's one they used on Guy Fawkes uh, on the rack he was used before he gave his um, his confession and obviously gave up his co-conspirators so very very effective torture method but not a very nice one the next method is one I could have used on last week's um, the reason I didn't was because it is it is called a torture method however I would say 99% of the time this did end up in death because people didn't give up the information that they that they were told to I think people in medieval times were either just a lot more stubborn or just didn't really care about life because some of these methods I would just have to see the device before I started squealing um, this one is called saw torture okay this was a uh, practiced in Persia and China and it was it was essentially they would strap you up to two trees by the ankles one ankle strapped to each tree and it was a two-man saw one person would take one side one person would take the other side and they would start at your groin or your between your ass and your balls and they would slowly saw down until they got to your head again this is kind of a, well I suppose it's a, a torture method I also would say like I said this is kind of an execution method but it's um, it's whether you whether you gave up the information quick enough I think if you gave up your information pretty quick then you probably got away with it but yeah not uh, not one I, I would just it's just brutal to think you know, like the I mean I've cut myself on a saw before and uh, that hurts that hurts just to catch yourself on a on a saw but to be sawn in half like a magician but not across the stomach literally from you know from the from your legs all the way down oh, no not a not a fun one for me I'm afraid certainly not one I would plan on on uh, in, in being involved in the next one we're going to talk about is called the heretic's fork and this torture device consists of a metal piece with two opposing forks attached to a strap one end of the device was pushed under the victim's chin and the other one against the sternum or the bottom of the neck the victim was then hung from the ceiling and the strap was used to secure the heretic fork around the neck 
If the victim's head dropped, the prongs would pierce either the chest or the throat. So again, this is one that, although, is probably not that bad. You know, I think. It, but how long can you actually keep your head up? And that's you know, it's it, when your head drops, you would literally be digging a fork into your chin, and that's quite hard to keep your head pointed up all the time. Um, neck torture was quite common. There were other types of neck torture, sort of like almost like a dog collar that was used with um, prongs on the inside that would be sort of put around to penetrate the neck, but not deep enough to kill someone, just enough to make it extremely uncomfortable. Um, it would make it almost impossible to eat, impossible to lie down, impossible to do anything. You know, you couldn't literally couldn't move your head for days and these are quite brutal tortures I mean there is another evidence of a medieval torture which I wasn't going to cover but I am going to cover it now because it's quite a weird torture but it was called tickle torture now I'm pretty sure you can work out what that means essentially you would have been strapped to a bed um, and your feet would be tickled now this might not sound too bad but after hours or days of constantly being tickled it would really really grind on you like really get to um there's evidence of a chinese emperor um who used to put salt on the feet of the victims and bring a goat in so the goat would lick the salt off the feet for hours and hours and hours and Again, like I said, essentially it doesn't sound that bad, but I don't know how long I'd be able to put up with it before I started giving information, and that's that. I suppose was a way of doing it without actually having to to kill someone or without actually having to inflict major pain. It would just be a psychological torture. Now, psychological tortures were obviously quite common. One of the most common types of psychological torture in the middle ages will be things like the coffin torture uh, which was basically a metal cage the same the same size of a human body that would be hung in like a, a marketplace or from a tree or something like that where people would be you know just put on display same as things like stocks i mean stocks were very very popular in England, you, you tend to find there are still stocks around pretty much most most towns, most major towns have a form of stocks somewhere, it's quite, quite popular, and these were torture methods, but not, again, not brutal torture methods, but sort of psychological, a lot of the time the victims were stripped naked and just put on display in public, and people would throw rotten tomatoes at them or fruit and veg and things like that. And again, this was more to do with trying to completely embarrass the person or force a confession out of them without actually physically having to, to hurt them. You just break their mental spirit. And this is something that worked very, very well in the Middle Ages. It works, well, it even works now. Um, you know, we, we do, there are still torture methods today that that involve things like that that will involve the 
psychological breakdown of people rather than the physical breakdown and it does make a huge difference psychological torture can be just as damaging um, obviously most instances it's not going to kill people but psychological damage can be just as as harmful as as physical the next few torture methods we're going to talk about are very common and I, I assume most of you guys listening will know these and probably you might want to switch off or maybe you're just really interested in the gruesome brutal methods that we humans used to torture each other one of the most famous ones is rope torture now rope was extremely easy to get hold of it was very cheap it was very easy to use and probably why it was such a common example now one example of using the rope would be used to tie the victim to a tree leaving them exposed defenseless and just completely out there and and ready to be attacked by animals or humans or anything or anyone mainly what would get people in this instance would probably be the elements rather than you know wild animals they'd probably die of the cold or something like that that would would get them another probably more common would be the gallows obviously we know about obviously hanging people to death but a lot of the times people would actually be hung by their limbs so you know they wouldn't actually be be dropped from the gallows for a death sentence it would be you know dropped by their arms or something that would literally leave them um, broken but again hanging from the gallows and still alive so um, quite a disturbing one and again another one that um, I found a bit strange because I always saw this as um, part of the hang drawing and quartering but another common way of using rope was to attach it to horses and make them run in opposite directions severing the limbs so but this was used as a torture method so they would do it and then sort of cauterize the wound so the person would actually stay alive and have to then answer questions or they would potentially rip another limb off and then do it again and again until the person was actually dead and gave up yeah i i always saw that as just a an execution method until i researched it and found out no it was used to torture people as well the next one is not going to sound that bad but I think to me is probably the worst on this list and I shall explain it was called thumb screws or fingernail screws okay and this was essentially what we would what I would say as um, like a wooden clamp so a, not made of metal but like a wooden clamp that you would use to clamp two bits of wood together if you were gluing it or drilling it and essentially your fingernails would be put between the two bits of metal and it would be tightened and the pressure on your fingernails would would uh, cause the torture now for anybody who has not caught their fingernail in something or shut their finger in a door or even had I mean one of my one of my friends at school he used to be able to inflict that much pain from a pencil just on your fingernail just literally by pushing a pencil onto your fingernail onto someone's fingernail it would have people crying and screaming 
um, whoever taught him that was a dickhead because he used to do it all the time. You'd be sat there with your not paying attention and he'd come up behind you and squeeze your finger between a pencil and his hand and you'd literally be screaming or crying within minutes it was it was brutal um needless to say we're not friends now but um that was that was painful enough but to actually have that as a torture method I, it makes me cringe to think of having your fingernails crushed under two bits of metal it's just yeah, it's it's vile, and the thing is, this wasn't just. I mean, they used they they had a thumb screw one. They also had one that did exactly the same for your knees, your elbows, and there was even one um, in history that was used to crush someone's head in exactly the same way. Just tighten it, tighten it, tighten it until the head just explodes under the pressure of these two metal metal bars. Um, yeah. A very, very brutal, nasty torture that um, I can't, yeah, I can't even imagine the pain that would come with that. One that I've actually seen, not actually seen used, uh, we have a thing in this country, I don't know if you have them in other countries, but they're called the Dungeons. So we have the London Dungeon, the York Dungeon, I believe there is a Blackpool Dungeon, um, there is definitely one in Edinburgh in Scotland. These are, they're, they're basically, they're living history, but we're going to scare the living shit out of you while we do it. So, we went, me and my wife went, and there's one of the ones that, they have a, a little room, and they have a medieval torturer in there. And this was one of the things he showed us, it's called a tongue terror. And essentially, it's a big pair of pliers that they would put around your tongue, twist it three times and yank, and your tongue would be ripped from the back of your head. So, yeah, quite disturbing, quite disgusting, and I have seen it myself. I've obviously not seen it been used, because we're not allowed to do that anymore, but I have seen what they look like, and they're not nice. They're really not nice. They are quite scary to imagine and, and a lot of the time these were actually sort of put into the fire before they were used so they would you know they would burn as well it would not be not be nice um, I have just found another one uh, I've just been sort of looking a little bit on certain things and I've just found one called the breast ripper which I had not actually found so I'm going to read this with you guys now this is for you and me I've not learned this one and it says the breast ripper was something specifically designed for women this device was designed to cause major blood loss the rippers claws which were usually red hot would be placed on exposed breasts as its spikes penetrated beneath the skin it would then be pulled causing large chunks of flesh to come off that to me is disgusting and very very bad and yeah I can't actually imagine that and if to try and describe it it, it sort of looks like <sighs> this is going to sound really weird but if you've ever been to an arcade where they have the grab machines that to pick up the toys in Toy Story they're oh the claw 
it's that it's that basically that but really really sharp and it would clamp and then twist and pull which is is really really disturbing yeah i'm i'm sort of completely gobsmacked with that to be honest i i was i was looking for um for one called the breaking wheel which is also known as the Catherine wheel and this came up so that's why I thought oh I've not seen that I'll read that one too but the Catherine wheel was essentially um, a wheel it was a big wheel and your limbs would be sort of attached to different parts of the wheel okay so you'd have your arms on each wheel spoke and your legs on each wheel spoke and you'd be spun around now, you might be thinking, hang on a minute, how are my legs and my arms going to fit around a wheel spoke? Well, they wouldn't. That's why it was a torture. Your arms would not fit around the spoke, so they would have to put one part of your arm around a spoke and then break it so your arm would be faced in two directions. So it went round the spoke. Same for your other arm and same for your legs. So your legs essentially would be clamped and then broke in different directions and you would be left there to either to die or until you confessed whatever grim tactic they were trying to get out of you. So they are some of the worst torture methods throughout history and I'm sure we all know some more. I mean obviously we all know about modern day torture um like waterboarding um the drop torture where you're you know attached to um a plank and literally drops of water one by one would drop onto your head we all know different types of torture and i'm sure we all know there are many many more that i could have covered in this episode unfortunately they are all much of a muchness when you get to a certain point they are all very similar you know there's uh, torture chairs there's um, the Spanish horse which is essentially the same as the Judas cradle um, the torture chair was essentially a chair version of the Iron Maiden um, you've got ducking stalls and things like that which we've covered in previous episodes so a lot of these are very very similar I mean we've all heard of um, things like rat torture was covered in the last episode again um, that wasn't always used as an execution method sometimes it was used to extract information and then it was removed um, same goes for most of these tortures they were they were used either as execution methods or as torture methods so it goes both ways and they are quite disturbing it is quite a gruesome episode but it's so much fun to research things like this because we do research the same things quite regularly and i'm finding i am researching very very similar things at the moment so i thought you know what i'm going to branch out and i'm going to go for something that's well out of my comfort zone something i'm not used to to doing and something that i have to learn myself so i've had to learn all of these and research most of these myself because they're not things that i would initially research when we're talking about history it's not something that jumps to me as going oh yeah let's research torture methods it's quite a gruesome subject 
and I hope you guys aren't too put off by the violence and the bloodiness that we've had to cover in this episode on the flip side to that I do hope you've actually enjoyed it I hope you've learned something I hope there's some sort of torture method that you thought wow I never knew about that one or that sounds really disgusting um, I want to know what you guys think is the worst one alright so what do you think is the worst torture method that we've covered or if I haven't covered one and you think there's a worse one let me know because I want to do a thing on Facebook um, so I want you to get on there get onto Facebook and let me know what you think the worst torture method is so I will put a thing up there um, that after this episode goes out and it will say what do you think the worst torture method is so yeah let me know we'll have a little vote and we'll uh, we'll talk about that next week we'll find out which ones you think is the worst one like I said for those of you who are interested we do have two new episodes that are coming out in the next few weeks both are special guest appearances um, they will be going on to Patreon first so if you are interested or you just can't wait a couple of weeks for these episodes you'll need to get onto Patreon to hear them it's patreon.com forward slash this week in history and Patreon is what keeps me going okay so you know we have the adverts we have things like that the adverts are to do with the podcast company that I use to upload the only way that I make money out of this podcast is through Patreon and Patreon is what keeps me doing podcasting so if you want to keep hearing me every week get yourselves over to Patreon it's five dollars a month get yourselves on there and support me thank you for listening everybody and we shall see you next week remember we all have history make yours great bye bye in the heat of the moment you're not just keeping it calm you're keeping it cool too with an ice cold cold brew and not just any cold brew but one that's slow steeped and mixed with brown sugar and molasses flavor with a cold foam infused with brown sugar coolness and a cinnamon sugar sprinkle on top that's keeping it calm cool and cold brewed with Dunkin's new brown sugar cream cold brew, America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.